This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Yeah, yeah. And yo, Black, it's time, bird. Bird, it's time, It's time, man. All right, begin. Yeah. Straight out the f***ing dungeons of rap. We're fake, don't make it back. I don't know how to start. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking. Musician, inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scarface sniffing. Holding the M16. See with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a knife. Seeing a lot of uh, people sharing memories of Mike Leach on my timeline this morning. And almost all of them extremely quirky. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was one story that uh, was uh, published uh, a few years ago, and they republished it, about how college football coaches hire their staff. And Sonny Dyke said, if you're looking to get on Mike Leach's staff, you should actually, like, Costanza it. Just say the opposite of what you actually <laughs> really, really think, and don't talk football at all. In fact, you may not talk football once in your foot your your interview your whole career to become a football coach. No, just in the interview. Just in the interview, there may be no football talk whatsoever. Be ready to talk about, um, you know, tribal Incan tribal masks or something weird if you're going to go talk to Mike Leach about a job. I don't think I'd be a good fit for him, man. I don't. He passed away uh, this morning at the age of sixty-one. Uh, something that obviously we talked about yesterday as well. Uh, the other thing that is notable are, you know, coaches like uh, Lincoln Riley, who had come up through his system. He has had Mike Leach and his air raid offense. They say it's pretty much had an effect on every offense that exists nowadays, that he is as one of the most revolutionary minds of football over the last 25 years, uh, what he was able to do at his various stops, and then all of his assistants have gone out, and it's just trickled out to the pro game, college game, high school yep. game, everywhere, that there's usually some sort of air raid, at least play scheme, that goes in just about every offense that's put in nowadays in football. Yeah, it's just, you know, college football lost a tremendous, tremendous character. I mean, he just, that's what he was. He was a character, um, a, a reporter's dream, a reporter's dream, uh, somebody to that you knew you were going to get something great from. And, again, not a not a bit, not shtick, just kind of who he was. So in 61, man, it just freaks me out. It's just it's way too young. You know, I can't, I can't imagine only having 14 years left. You know, there's just no way. There's just no way. So, um, yeah, just a, a good, again, like everything, Benny, it's kind of a cautionary tale. You know, try to take as good a care of yourself as you can. And, and not, it's, that, it's not, not that he didn't. Um, I don't think he you did. Know, I know being a football coach can be a very stressful job. Oh. At times, it looked like he handled the stress pretty well for the most part. But as far I think as we he, know, I think he took it pretty seriously, also. Yep. So, um, you know, and yeah, sad day for college football for sure out there. So, Mike Leach uh, gone too soon. Uh, let's uh, get to some headlines, things that we've missed. We talked a lot of obviously baseball, hot stove, and Padres here so far in our first three hours. What else is up? It's time for the Rundle Report and get things started here with our. Edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. 
with Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Little Angels. Indeed. Uh, gentlemen, we will start off in the world of football. I saw a name added to the Cowboys roster yesterday, and I was like, when the last time have we heard of this player? Uh, they're adding a little wide receiver depth. T.Y. Hilton going to join the Cowboys, not Odell Beckham Jr. Is he out of retirement? Yeah, kind of. Well, I don't know if he retired, but he didn't sign anywhere. He hasn't been with the team all year. Long time with the Colts, obviously. Yep. Last year, he only played in 10 games. That's a lot of games. I mean, not a lot of games, but it's not nothing. He had 23 catches. But yeah, he wasn't signed to anybody all year. So yeah, not officially retired, hadn't filed his paperwork, but sort of sure looked like it was going that direction. So Cole Beasley is back with the Bills as well. Didn't see that. He was out of retirement. He retired, yeah. T.Y. McCoy is still in the NFL, which is just... Miraculous last in and night. of itself. <laughs> T.Y. is an unusual combination to go by your initials. A lot of people do that, though. The the two initial, first name, middle initial bit. Yours would be B.S. I would be B.S. Higgins. Yeah. That actually, well, you'd be S.L. Woods. Yep. Paul, Paul would be, be P.T. P.T. That's right. P.T. Rindle. P.T. Barnum. He runs the circus <laughs> with all the animals. Ben and all his BS. Yeah. <laughs> BS Higgins is fan. You, know, you should go that, by BS. There's some that are very common, like JJ. There's a lot of... I agree, BS. Let's make that stick. Can we, BS Higgins? <laughs> but T.Y. is one you don't hear of very often. That B- is true, BS. BS. Now, there was Y.A. Tittle. That was a different one. Y.A. what? Y.A. Tittle? Y.A. what? Y.A. Tittle. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he is, too. <laughs> he's one of those guys where they Yelber- say... I believe it's Yelberton. They show a Yelberton pic- A. Tittle. They show a picture of Y.A. Tittle, and they go, he was 27 years old here, and he looks like a coal miner. <laughs> he looks like he's 75 degrees, 75 years old. <laughs> Bald from the age of four, maybe? Uh, he's 26 years destined old. He's a rookie. for that yeah. look with that Destined name. for a look like that. What's Adam's middle name? Adam, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't he? I expected to see him lurking around in here. Should be here any minute. Yeah. Hey guys, AB <laughs> Kluger. I don't know. Why is this funny to you? I don't know. Just it was Ty. BS. You don't hear a, Let's a move lot on. Of BS. Yeah, I pretty much never had the option of going. With no, you initials. didn't. <laughs> SL Woods sucks too. Because Se Hinton was the uh, was wrote, wrote author. The, uh, Outsiders? Yes. Yeah. Great book. Great movie. Continue. Tittle. <laughs> Tittle ate us a little bit more. Polly? I was just assigned another mandatory training video. Oh, we had a I had a two hour training I had to do yesterday. Yeah. You got Ben, you haven't done yours yet, have you? I started it. I did but two, it was hours two hours yesterday. It's not due until the thirtieth of the month. I had I've had get, like five added in the I last week. I don't know what happened. Did we happening. just get another one? I just got one. Yeah. For what? Don't know. Tittle. 
This has got to stop. Okay, we'll move forward to the NBA. Uh, kind of a cool announcement here in the NBA. They are changing uh, a little bit of their awards at the end of the year. Still going to have the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, and all those awards, but they're going to be named after players now. So the MVP award is going to now be known as the Michael Jordan Trophy. Like it? Fair enough. The Trophy for Defensive Player of the Year, that's the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy. The Rookie of the Year is the uh, Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. And the Sixth Man of the Year will receive the John Havlicek Trophy. So what happens if, like, someone comes along and they're clearly way better than Jordan? Do they have to change the name of the trophy at some point? Or no. it's now Jordan forever? I don't think so. Like, they renamed the Relievers of the Year Award in the American and the National League. Yeah. Uh, the Trevor, Trevor Hawkwood and the Mariano Rivera. They're, they're not going to rename it like the Edwin Diaz Award, I don't think, or the Josh Hader Award. I think it's locked yeah, in at least for a long, long time. He yeah, saved 800 games. and Maybe then. That you might have to change the names of the awards at some point. The Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year Trophy. What it is now? Or it looks like it? a. It's like a little. It looks like an Oscar statue in a, in like a glass vase. <laughs> yes, it does. That's a very odd. That's what all of them look like now. Huh. Yeah. I think it's the 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 moniker that you want more than the actual trophy. You want the oh I'm oh me I was the MVP. I was defensive player of the year. The deep boy. That's what I was last year. <laughs> who cares what it's called? And who cares what the statue looks like? You just, oh, that guy, he was the MVP. That's what you want. You ever win a most improved player? I have. That's kind of an insulting award. It is. <laughs> I've, I've won it. I won it. Uh, What's worse, most basketball. improved or best team? Best made? team spirit. <clears throat> I got most improved seventh grade basketball. Got it, too, around that time. That was not a good basketball player. Because <laughs> he had to be pretty bad. To, I could not dribble a to lick. To be in the running for most improved. Oh, look. Woods is going to go to his right again because he <laughs> cannot do anything with his left hand. Who can? It's that's so hard. It's so hard. To do something with your left hey, hand. Hey, we're going to work on left-handed layups right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to keep <laughs> launching threes. He's going to do it right-handed from the left side. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. Try to block that's me. what I do. <laughs> I can do nothing with a basketball in this hand. Nothing. Nothing. And finally, we'll wrap it up. It's still in the world of sports, but it's sports media here. Um, yesterday on FS1, Skip, Bayless, and oh, Shannon Oh, you Sharp. guys. This video got millions of views yesterday on this social media. This made me legitimately uncomfortable. Shannon Sharp lost it. After, For good reason. I agree with you. After Skip Bayless, I, I think, was a little ahead of himself here. now. But can I, can I ever say... You, you you know who you're working with. You're working yes. with Skip Bayless. Sure. Are, do you and really lose TV, it? Or it was, you, it's on are undisputed. You, are you faking it? I just don't know. So here's the thing. I thought about that. Yes, it's undisputed. We we see it on the TV all the time. It's pretty much they're either talking about Dak Prescott or LeBron James. That's it. Every single morning. And a lot of it, I think, is a little bit fake. And, well, I think and, it's contrived. And contrived. And I, I think sure. it's, it's premeditated. You say this, and I'll say this. But when I saw this, I thought, Woo! maybe I'm a sucker, but this was real and no, authentic. No, you're not. Because it's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, okay? Lurking these are around. Not, these are not good actors. They couldn't play this off as if it were fake. So they're talking about Tom Brady. Shannon Sharp was Shocker. critical of him. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked. 
And here's how it went down yesterday on Undisputed. Still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Skip, I did well, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Skip, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you. Better. Skip, what did I got to see what you do? You take personal shots. No, you, for I, don't, I don't take yeah. personal oh, shots. Time you time started time it. Time you would take a personal shot at me. I didn't so, take oh, a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses Pause. back on. Pause. When you say to Shannon Sharp, he's playing till he's 45, you quit when you were 35. You could only play to your 35. That's personal. Straight up. That is a personal shot. And Shannon Sharp takes the, the glass. glasses off. Like, what did you just say? I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. I'm in the I Hall of Fame. Three Super Bowls. Yeah, no joke. He's like, I'm not jealous. You got me in here defending Shannon Sharp, who I loathe, by the way, <laughs> and blocked me on Twitter. Glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just go ahead. You disrespect him. It's it's just so. It, so you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have it. Okay, take off, I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. Oh my God! It's not a. I could hear Skip kind of like, oh, God, I... You hear when he goes, he's like searching for something to say, but to his credit, he does not back down. And he says, yeah, I'll come at you. Okay, I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. I'm going to have at you. That's not contrived. Play it again. I want to hear the whole thing. Still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Yeah, I did well, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got what? three Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm okay. better than you. Better. Yeah, what I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, when, for I, don't, I don't take yeah. personal oh, shots. Time you time started it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I didn't so, take oh, a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just go ahead. You disrespect him. It's it's just so. It, so it's you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to support him. No, well I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. Have it. Okay? Take off. Bro. I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. Hmm. The silliness of the argument aside. Oh, it's so stupid. They're both kind of right. First of all, yes, Tom Brady, if you're going to rank like greatest Hall of Famers of all That's time, it. Tom Brady goes well ahead of Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Sharp is a great well, player and and maybe even a little underrated. If Skip's argument is because he's playing until he's 45 and he's won this many Super Bowls and all that. It's like, well, okay, then yes, every player that's ever laced him up in the NFL is crap compared to Tom Brady. Correct. That's what Skip's point At the same time, Shannon's also right. It's okay to criticize Tom Brady's current play. Absolutely. In in the context of, hey, I'm not saying he's no longer the greatest of all time. I'm saying that he's starting to show a little bit of his age, and he's not not playing like, you know, the Tom Brady that we're 
used to seeing out there, and that's his job. But see, Skip, that. Skip would take that personally. That, see, now, that, that personally. now that's ridiculous. That's Shannon Sharp's job to say, all right, I'm looking at Tom Brady, not, not the same guy. He's not playing very well right now. That's not an insult. That's not a cheap shot at Tom Brady. That's an honest assessment of how he's playing right now. And Skip, to make it seem like that's off limits, that is Tom Brady, you can never criticize Infallible. Tom Brady. Right. I can't stand it. I mean, guys, he could be man. 70 years old in a wheelchair. He's still the greatest of all. He's still playing the greatest of all time out there. No. At some point, he's not going to be the, the best quarterback on the field. By the way, it's already happened. It's he's happened. not the best quarterback on the field nope, right now sure isn't. in the NFL. Is he better than some? Yeah. Is it incredible that he's doing it at the age he is? Yeah, I think it it is incredible. But that's not a cheap shot by Shannon Sharp. Mm, mm, mm. That's why, to me, it's Skip is so contrived. Mm, and mm, mm. His arguments don't even really make a lot of sense. They do a he lot sucks. of fake mm. arguing. Yeah, he, they do. Like, I mean, they show up to work in the morning. And it's like, all right, you're going to take this position. And Shannon, you're going to take this position. You guys are going to argue about it for 10 minutes, and that's a segment. Like That, that happens. That felt a little more different. That felt authentic. Yeah, dude, Shannon's was really authentic. It's yeah. very authentic. He was not happy. He was not happy. Thank you, Paulie. You're welcome. Should we do more fake, contrived arguments between the two oh, of us? Please, no. I can't Pauly, do it. like, has to separate us. I, I can't do I it. I feel so bad for those moderators sometimes. Oh, I know. Me too. The hosts. The, the people that have to, like, write their show, too. Oh, God. They have four topics you can choose from. LeBron. Dak. Baker Mayfield. Tom Brady. And, yeah, like. Baker Mayfield, something NFL related. The Sarah Meadow Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad at Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies and eatgrubbies.com. I have the answer on Adam's middle name. And we've got Jesse Agler coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. All ahead with Ben and Woods after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. It's Seth. He's A.S. Clue, or Ask, are the initials. That wraps up our initial conversation. <laughs> Thank God. Here on Ben and Woods. I'm glad, B.S. Now we, have some, um, now we have some baseball news. Um, not a shocker here. Uh, Pierce Johnson, a former Padres reliever, free agent, has uh, agreed to a deal with the Colorado Rockies. He is a suburban Denver native, so going back to Colorado. Plus, his numbers have always been pretty decent yep. at Coors Field now. That's as a visitor. Yeah, small, small sample size. A little different as a you know home pitcher there, but I think uh, a lot of people thought that that would be a sensible landing spot for Pierce Johnson. 
Um, wasn't entirely healthy, obviously, during his tenure with the Padres, but had some very good and critical innings for the Padres when he was healthy. And yeah. I like Pierce a lot. I did, and I uh, know his agent very well. And and yeah, it, it it's a good fit for him. And he's, you know, we'll get to see him. You know, we'll get to see him um, when we're in Coors and when they come here. Good dude. I mean, a really nice find by AJ Preller when he found him. So see Sean Mania coming back with the Giants yep. now. Um, and I hate to have to root against Sean Manaya. I know, really and is, Pierce Johnson. But. Really are guys that you like to pull for, but now you you feel like, well, you, you really want to be able to light them up when you're going to face them probably two or three times a year. I guess it's better now with the... Um, the new schedule. With the new schedule, yeah. you're not you're not maybe five or six times even where you go up against a starter. I think we're going to like this. I think we're going to like this new schedule a lot. I really do. I mean, the Padres, in my opinion, it felt like the Padres played the Rockies 79 times uh, a season. And the less Rockies baseball I can see up close and personal, the better. One fewer trip to Coors Field, yep. one fewer trip to Arizona. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem like a bad thing. You know who's probably excited about it? Jesse Agler. Jesse Agler's probably very excited about it. I think he's close to nailing every ballpark. What's he lacking in America? Let's ask I feel him. like he, yeah, we'll ask him. He's going to come on next. I feel like there was maybe one, one of maybe one of the newer parks that he they haven't hit because the Padres, obviously, with the interleague play, have um, you know they've missed a couple of the teams, especially with the pandemic canceling a lot of the road games in 2020. I don't know that they've gone to every spot, so I feel like I remember him talking about that during last season. Maybe one of those ask uh, the Tony and Jesse questions that they would do during the broadcast. And I felt like he was missing something. Why do I feel like to get Toronto the is on that list? Could be Toronto. That would be one. I don't think the pod have the Padres been to Toronto recently. I don't think feels so. like it's been a while. Um, I know Kansas City was one that had been a while for sure that the Padres hadn't been at, and then they went. Obviously, Woods, you went to the game in Kansas City at that, that was series. Awesome. So loved it. Um, and now every other year, you should with the new schedule hit every ballpark in baseball. Because you've got either a home game or a road game against every team in the American League, uh, alternating years. There's a lot of interesting rumors flying around uh, in the world of baseball. As there usually is. Um, MLB Network Jim Callis said today that uh, they, he's heard rumblings, Ben, that uh, Braves pitcher Max Fried could be on the trade block, uh, which would be an interesting move for the Braves. I don't. I didn't know they had such a glut of pitching. I don't know what his his contract uh, status is. He's probably not a guy they're going to do with their normal Braves bit and sign him for seven years, $14 million in total. Uh, that's what they do I best. mean, interesting. I mean, he was their number one guy, essentially, yeah. in their postseason run. There. I don't know why you would look to move him. I, I guess I don't know much uh, I don't know much about his situation. So um, are they, do they have that many starting pitchers that uh, you could lose a guy like Max No Freed? one feels like they have enough starting pitchers no. to be able to just – Swallow, you know, give up a Max Freed, but so it says Braves could trade Max Freed after Sean Murphy deal. Hmm. Why? With the Braves payroll climbing, who knows if they'll sign Murphy to an extension? I'm hearing some Max Freed uh, rumors on the block. They may not be able to sign him long term. Don't be shocked if we see he'd be a guy I'd be interest be interested in for sure. Uh, uh, so he's free agent after the 2024 season. We uh, continue to discuss and make plans for our Friday Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Uh, I found out something today very exciting, uh, one of our special surprises in store. You definitely want to make sure you tune in uh, Friday all morning long, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, but the other thing we do, uh, and we're going to be doing again, is giving away some 
$500 gift cards to families in need. And you can nominate a family or a person of your choosing uh, to win one of those $500 gift cards by going to our website, 973thefansd.com slash holiday. Uh, put in the information. Tell us why you or someone you know deserves a $500 holiday gift card uh, to buy some extra gifts, someone in need, someone who's run into some bad luck, uh, whatever it is. And we want to thank the uh, the sponsors who've made it possible, Bird Rock Coffee Roasters, Seven Mile Casino, and Nancaro Realty Group. But make sure you go to that website, 973thefansd.com slash holiday, and uh, put in your nominations. We already received a handful of them yesterday. Uh, hopefully we'll get more in today as we start uh, picking some of those winners this week, and uh, you'll well, contact them all on Friday. It's really yep. one of the fun parts of our holiday and Christmas extravaganza show. Best part about it for sure. All right, let's uh, let's save our last segment for our last visit with Jesse Agler in 2022, the voice of the Padres. One final check-in with Jesse since we didn't get to talk to him at the winter meetings. I know he was doing some media nationally, like with Mad Dog and stuff, and i got thoughts on all the moves that the Padres have been making this offseason. Jesse will join us coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Padres lead 5-1, out hitting San Francisco 13-2. A baseball game can be a little bit like a, a mystery stew. You just put a bunch of things in the pot, and you never quite know what it's going to taste like. 1-1 is up and away. you got your goulash, your rubaboo, whatever it may be. But I tell you what, here tonight, 13 hits for the Padres, only two for the Giants. They get a four-run lead in the eighth inning. Rubaboo. Definitely one of my favorite incorporations no doubt. from 2022. Rubaboo. Rubaboo. From the great Jesse Agler. He is standing by. We're having some final conversations in 2022 with our favorites. Seemed only fitting to have Jesse on a Tuesday since he joined us uh, pretty much every Tuesday through the baseball season. And we'll get to him after a check of traffic this hour on 97.3. The fan brought to you by Gomez Trial Attorney. Seriously injured. Get a real trial attorney. Get Gomez, Jesse, after Kelly here on 97.3 The Fan. Really has been great rubaboo weather this week. It really you has. You were thinking, you said yourself, you, on Sunday, you wanted to make yourself a nice stew, stew. like a yeah, rubaboo. A rubaboo. But you didn't end up doing it. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, joining us right now on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is the voice of the Padres here on 97.3 The Fan, Jesse Agler. Jesse, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Been a while. Hi, buddy. How are you? I know you've got the itch right now, bad. I know it. I can sense it. You have the itch. You miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I was good till like Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, I was kind of like, all right, let's do this. Um, then the winter meetings obviously kind of put it into another gear. And, uh, you know, I think once all the holiday craziness starts in the next, uh, you know, week or two, that'll probably be a, a little bit of a distraction. But certainly by the first week of January, I'm going to be like counting down the hours to Peoria. How were your winter meetings? Did you did you catch up with any long lost friends who dropped into town? What did you what did you make of the time last week? Yeah, it was it's cool, you know. I mean, when it's here it's nice. I don't really have any actual business there, you know, these days, um which is nice. So when it's in town, it's just really kind of like feels like a summer camp reunion kind of situation. So I was there the first day Monday, caught up with some people and then I was in jury duty the next two days. So that was it. It was kind of a one and done for me. 
but it's it's neat, you know. I mean, it's it's so many people you know from around baseball all in one place, and not a lot of broadcasters, obviously, because there's really nothing for us to do there, generally speaking. Um, but uh, you know, some some PR friends, reporter friends, that kind of thing, and uh, you, you start hearing all the the crazy rumors. Uh, some of which end up coming true, some of which uh, will never end up coming true. But it, it's kind of neat to sort of plug into all of that and and start kind of putting your ear to the ground a little bit on on some of the fun of the hot stove. Because look, the reality is, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan like everybody else, and and I follow the trades, I follow the signings, I get excited about the the rumors, even the stupid ones. Um, and and it's just kind of a it, it's a neat few days. It really is. Are you a is Jesse an attorney's dream on a jury? I'm racking my brain since you said in yeah. jury duty. Or are you like, ooh, no, he's I think he's very fair. So either way, he, I mean, both of you guys would be good. You don't want me on the I'll be way distracted and I don't want to be there. I've got it coming up too at the beginning of the year along with a colonoscopy. Be, what answer will get me out of here? How do I get out of here the as quickest? fast as possible? Yeah, that's ben exactly. And Jesse might actually give you a shot. And you're going to take it seriously. Both of you will do your civic duty and take it seriously. So I I'm so I don't know that you can talk about it but you obviously you're out so you didn't get selected, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I think I think um I think people who say what you just said and I hear it all the time from like friends and yeah. people I know. I, I think most of you, when push comes to shove, like you're going to be a little bit overwhelmed by responsibility, right? And you're going to play it better than you say you are. You think? It's, you know, you get in there and you start thinking about the gravity. Now, look, if it's like somebody's, you know, I don't know, some little silly thing, and you're like, "What are we all doing here?" That's one thing. But I mean, when you start thinking about the lives that are going to be impacted, you know, when you start thinking about, you know, hey, what if that was me up there? I'm a bleeding you heart. You're saying, right. I would. You're right. You're probably yeah, right again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Game. Well, I wanted to ask you. We missed you at the winter meetings, and uh, and I, I all the Xander Bogarts news came down after, and certainly is exciting. Jesse, I wanted to get your kind of overarching uh, thoughts on on Xander, and and you know he's said I'm a shortstop. You know Troy Hirsch asked him that question at the press conference. It was great, so uncomfortable, and uh, he said I'm I'm a shortstop. So I I'm assuming that's going to be the guy we're going to be rolling out there on opening day and beyond. Uh, Jesse, wanted to get your thoughts on that. It certainly looks that way, and not only is he a shortstop, he's a, a really good hitter. And, and let's let's be uh, silly about it, hitter with a capital H. You know that that's what excites me. He's not just a guy who can hit; um, he is a hitter. Um, you know, I, I am already excited to like break him down with Tony as the season goes along because uh, Tony, you know, just knows more about hitting than anybody I've ever met, and um, outside of his dad, I guess. And and it's just it's so. Uh, cool to kind of be able to find, you know, hear the little things that he's noticing. And, and Xander is like a pure, pure hitter. And I think in the age of having to have two infielders on each side, guys like that are going to be able to have a little bit of a field day. Um, you know, he's going to be able to find that hole. He's going to be able to knock the ball where he wants it to. Um, he's going to be a really, really nice piece of this lineup that is going to be really fun to watch. And, and more importantly, I guess, I think going to be really difficult for opposing pitchers to navigate, I, I keep thinking back to that great seventh inning against the Dodgers in the rain, you know, in the final game of the division series, and the way that rally went. I, I think, now look, that was an extreme example, obviously, but I, I kind of feel like that's what the Padres are going to look like at their best. It's going to be that kind of rally, that kind of inning. They really don't have like 35, 40 home run type guys in the middle of the order. Um, you know, Fernando obviously isn't going to get kicking until late April. We don't know how it's going to be with the shoulder and the wrist. You know, Manny, obviously, you're going to get, you know, 30 or more home runs. But it, it's not like you got a bunch of boppers in the middle of the order. And so I think 
you know, if you think back to that seventh inning and the way they passed the baton and the way they just made life miserable on one pitcher after another, I think that's kind of probably what that offense looks like at its best. And to put a hitter like Xander in the middle of all of that, it just really kind of takes it up a couple of levels. And it's going to be, like I said, fun to watch and really, really difficult for opposing pitchers. Jesse Agler with us here on Ben and Woods. And Jesse, we were just talking about the new schedule uh, with uh, yeah. you know fewer divisional rival games. And Woods was saying, I bet Jesse is a fan. One less trip to Coors Field, uh, get some new ballparks in. And then I seem to remember you saying that, that there were still one or maybe two ballparks you hadn't hit that that should get everyone on your uh, on your list. Is that still true, or have you been to every ballpark now? Um, the only one I haven't been to is New Texas, um, which opened during the pandemic. So the Padres obviously were there a couple of times in 2020, um, and then in the beginning of 21, the Musgrove no hitter. But we weren't traveling yet, um, so we uh, that's the only one I'm missing right now. Uh, the last three I had to knock off were Anaheim, which I did last year, uh, or, or 21, and then I knocked off Detroit and Kansas City this year. So that's the New right. Ranger place is uh, the only one I'm missing now. And, yeah, I mean, it's no longer going to be a thing where, like, people in, in our industry haven't been to any ballparks because you're going to go every other year, um, you know, to, to everywhere. So, uh, yeah, I, I have, a, like, a little bit of mixed feelings about it. I definitely think it's good. Um, I, I am excited for, you know, one less trip to Phoenix, one yes. less trip to Denver, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I also think it can get very repetitive. You know, when you when you play the freaking – you know, the, the team twice in three series, like multiple times over the years, just from like a broadcast freshness perspective, it gets a little bit ponderous. you know, especially when the rotation stays on turn. And it's like this guy, like you're seeing the same starter like yep. three times in a week and a half. And it's like, I, I can't tell these same stories again. I just feel bad doing it. <laughs> so from that, that, that standpoint, I'm excited about it. Um, but it, it is going to be, you know, like I'm, I'm already finding myself this winter paying a lot more attention to like the American league transactions. Like, Oh, oh the blue Jays signed Kiermaier. Like, the last couple of years, I would have completely disregarded that because I knew we weren't going to see the Blue Jays in spring training. I knew we weren't going to see the Blue Jays in the regular season. Now I kind of have to pay attention like a little bit more to every team's every move um, because we are going to see that team at least three times during the regular season. So it's like a little bit more work in that way. Not that that bothers me necessarily, but, um, you know, it is going to be there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve because, you know, the reality is like when we saw Kansas City this year for the first time in what seemed like forever, it was a lot of like, all right, who are these guys? And now you're going to have to do that every single year. But I imagine after a couple of seasons, um, we'll just have a greater knowledge of all these teams, um, which which will be good in the long run. But, yeah, for the, for the next year or two, it might be like a little bit of a, a extra work that's put in there trying to figure out, you know, who these random relievers are on like the, the Twins and the Tigers, stuff like that. Boy, fantasy baseball. We're talking to our pal uh, Jesse Agler. Fantasy baseball, whilst it is a grind, certainly, uh, is what gets me through. That's that's how I'm yeah. able to stay aware because I, I'm like you, man. I'm pretty much you know Padres centric, and and I know you have to talk about the other teams. Uh, but no, it's it's going to be a, a fascinating year. I, you, you said earlier, you know, you as a, as a fan, like like all of us, um, you get wrapped up in in scenarios, and we had some fun with scenarios, and not some not so fun with scenarios this morning. And you know, any <laughs> I, what do you make of? I I, I thought. In this example, the Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be traded to this team or that. Um, that's not one I was even really willing to entertain yesterday. But you got sports radio guys kicking it around on New York sports radio yesterday, which I found I found fascinating. Jesse, Peter, and and, and AJ have given us no indication that that would be uh, on the books. I, I think that would be foolish at uh, at best is the best way I could put it to trade a kid like Fernando Tatis Jr. 
when it when it comes to rumors, you know, the first thing you always do is have to consider the source. And you know, there there are tiers, as there are with your listeners. You guys never talk about tier twos, by the way. I we don't that. actually. We're, the we're they're all tier yeah. ones, as far as we're concerned. We, they were promoted during the pandemic. Originally, we had tier one through four listeners right. based on your engagement uh, and level of time <laughs> listening to the show. But then during the pandemic, everyone got an automatic upgrade. To tier one. I yeah. thought it was a nice thing that I did for everyone, Jesse. We'll start subtracting soon. Don't worry. I was going to say, it might, it might be time to reassess. I've, I've heard some calls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've heard some calls lately. <laughs> I'm with you. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, yeah, so like, consider the source, right? And, and you know, I know a lot of Padre fans are still sour at Ken Rosenthal when the whole Scherzer, Trey Turner thing went down a couple of years ago. But the reality is he is as plugged in as anybody in baseball. So there's a difference between a Ken Rosenthal rumor and, you know, I'm not going to name names, but a rumor from somebody else, right? And, and I think as fans, most of us are savvy enough to realize that, um, you know, blue check marks don't necessarily mean what they did at, at, at the time a couple of months ago. But, you know, you, you check somebody out on Twitter, and if it's, you know, some random guy with 382 followers, you go, all right, I'm not going to put too much stock into that, you know, as compared to one, you know, if it's somebody from a, a big outlet or somebody who has proven themselves um, as, as being plugged in. So, look, it's always about, considering the source and you know then um you know for for guys like you or guys like me and it's different for me because i don't have to talk about it publicly you know you you start kind of poking around a little bit you know you reach out to people you know um you know kind of on on the side or on background as we say in this industry and say hey is there have you heard anything at all about this and and you kind of you know take it from there but um you know i the, the cliche is where there's smoke there's fire i don't think that's always true when it comes to rumors, particularly yeah, in the age of especially. cloud chasing. Yeah. I mean, you know, people on social media, uh, you know, they, they like to try and make a quote unquote name for themselves. Uh, you know, they, they like some of them to, you know, just grow their followings, knowing that if they throw something crazy out there, um, there's an opportunity that it's going to spread around. So I think yesterday was a very good example of that. You take that name and combine it with that team. You know, that's catnip, um, you know, for, for Twitter and for sports radio in certain places. So, you know, again, you consider the source, um, you know, you, you kind of reach out and try and figure some things out. But, um, you know, when it's just some random guy, I, I, I try not to pay too much attention to it. Jesse, we did see yesterday uh, Shamanaya signing with the San Francisco Giants. The, yeah. the fifth starter role, you know, right now, you know, whatever you want to call it, the swing man, the fifth starter <laughs> role remains a bit of a question mark for the Padres. Uh, what what do you kind of see happening at this point, given there's a, kind of a limited number of guys left on the market at this point, unless they somehow land Carlos Rodon. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that's impossible, but uh, with AJ, it seems possible. But after that, it's right. the, the pickings are getting a little slim. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly the big name that's still out there, and, and not that uh, anybody cares what I think, but I love watching him pitch. I'm yeah. going to throw that out there. Just, if, if somebody needs to be convinced at the last moment that that's a move to make, I, I really, really enjoy watching him pitch. Um, and it was kind of neat having him in the division last year, although obviously difficult for, for the Padre hitters. Um, but, you know, look, guys, I mean, every time we have ever had a conversation, whether it was in the winter, the spring training, or during the season about what I want um, roster-wise, I always answer pitching. And, and that's certainly true today. Um, you know, more is better. We saw it at the end of last year. The Padres basically went into the National League Championship Series with, you know, three pitchers that they could trust, three starters, you know, that they, they felt they could trust. Um, you know, that, that in some cases is enough. I mean, the Phillies were kind of in the same position, um, but I'd, I'd feel better at that point with four. I'd feel better during the season with five or six. I think if you're reading between the lines and you listen to the things that AJ has said this winter, I mean, he has regularly brought up some of the guys in the minor leagues, whether it's like a Kinnear or a Weathers, 
Um, you know, there's some other guys down there that they think can contribute. Um, you know, the other thing is they, they showed their hand a little bit, I think, last year in, in terms of what they would like to try and do in the first half. You know, remember, Mackenzie Gore was pitching really, really effectively the first couple of months. Um, that kind of allowed you the flexibility to do the six-man thing. Nick Martinez eventually saw his role adjusted. I think they love the idea of that. And I would imagine they're going to love it again this year. Not to say it's necessarily realistic. you got to kind of make a plan based upon what you have available and what's on your roster. Um, but, but my sense would be they would love to be able to do it the way they did it last year because I think it paid tremendous dividends in terms of bullpen freshness down the stretch and really even starter freshness down the stretch and what you were able to get out of some of those bigger name guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, adding guys makes that easier. Adding proven guys makes it that much more easier. You know, is it more a home that kind of turns into uh, the, the Nick Martinez of 2023, kind of a bridge year into becoming a full-time starter? Is it, you know, one of the young guys from AAA that maybe doesn't have as much major league experience? I don't know. You know, we'll see. Obviously, some of that will be determined upon how they pitch, both in spring training and maybe at the beginning of the year as well. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would guess that they would like to be able to do a similar kind of thing to what they did last year if the personnel allows for it. Well, Jesse, uh, on behalf of the three of us, I want to thank you for all your contributions to our show, the Ben and Woods program in 2022. On behalf of Padres fans, I want to thank you for all the, the excitement you brought us on the radio throughout the entire year. Looking forward to more of it in, in 2023. And unless there's a another big press conference to surprise us in the next few weeks, I want to wish you a happy holidays, a happy new year, and I look forward to seeing you in spring training in Peoria yeah, in just buddy. a couple of months. Uh, we'll be heading back out there to Arizona. It gets here we'll, before you know it. We'll get our uh, incorporator details ironed out in spring training because at the end of the day, Jesse, that's what spring training is for, to get every all the that's details right. ironed out. I saw your yeah. your pitch yesterday. I loved it. Let's extrapolate a little bit and uh, freshen it up. That's what we like to do on our program, and I know you like to as well. It's all about keeping uh, each other challenged. And uh, that's where we'll iron it out in spring training. So we look forward to it, buddy. And now everybody knows I gave Woods the word extrapolate. Extrapolate. I did it. And I worked it in. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, brother. Happy holidays, everybody. You too, man. One last Jesse Agler appearance on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, well, we've got a, a sporting event in about an hour. It is already time for the semifinals of the World Cup. The final uh, four, right? Yep. The yep. first uh, game is today. It'll be Argentina against Croatia. What time? Uh, 11 a.m. Oh, yes. uh, Croatia looking for their second straight trip to the finals. Argentina, obviously, uh, with Messi uh, trying to get a superstar into the final. Um, the winner uh, will face the winner of tomorrow's second uh, semifinal in the World Cup. Uh, which will be, who are the other, France and um, Morocco. Yep. We'll play tomorrow in the second semifinal. And then the third place game is on Saturday, and the championship is on Sunday. And then that's it. The uh, The month of soccer wraps up at the end of the week. So, uh, yeah, we got that coming up in about an hour or so away for soccer fans that are still intrigued, even though the United States now long out of the World Cup. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I mean, I think everybody wants the, the, the big ones in there, Benny, but I, I like I like what I saw from uh, Morocco the other day. And, I mean, this this could be... They're kind of the Cinderella yeah, it's team. Pretty the exciting. The other three are not huge surprises that they're here. Yeah. Now, 
you know, big favorites like Brazil were knocked out, so they're not the the number one teams. But all of them are world powers, except for Morocco. They're definitely the the underdog. Wasn't expected to be at this stage, but they'll be packed with Moroccan fans. It will be packed, and so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to go home and watch it. That'll be a good one. And then uh, we will be back tomorrow again. Don't forget to uh, send in your submissions for our holiday and Christmas extravaganza gift card giveaway uh, for someone in need. Go to ninety seven three the fan. SD.com slash holiday and just tell us why you or someone you know deserves a $500 gift card that will be given away this Friday uh, during our final show. uh, That's it. That's it for us on a Tuesday. Um, It seems like there's always a move or two every single day in baseball, so uh, we'll get to more of that coming up tomorrow, obviously, and continue our discussion about the Padres. We did the best and worst case scenarios today. Uh, You can always chime in on that as well. Uh, That's it for us. For Paul Reindel, for Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. B.S. Higgins. B.S. Higgins for uh, S.L. Woods and P.T. Reindel. Have a great rest of your Tuesday from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.